Welcome to Many Talks Podcast, talking all business, entrepreneurship, property development, finance, and investment. Reese Many here, your host of Many Talks. Got a fantastic guest with myself today. Um, he's a founder of a digital agency. Um, we're going to talk in detail about his journey, how he started, where he come from. Um, the business itself is JBI Digital. Um, it's David Gleb. Thanks for coming on. Great, a, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure for you to come down and see us on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so look, just just a little bit about me and a little bit about many talks before we start. Um, you know, started the podcast in favour of young entrepreneurs inspiring to get into to the business because it can be a bit of a leap. Yeah. Um, we talk about business, we talk about finance, we talk about property development. So we will cover some of them aspects. We might not cover all of them. Uh, but as I said, fantastic that you've come down on a Friday afternoon. London Awards, your business has won some nice awards. Yeah. Um, so Dave, just talk us through what your business does um, and a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. Okay, so business predominantly does digital strategy for, for companies, for corporates. Some so big corporates, I see. We've got some good names, but we also do some, we do business of all ranges. Okay. Basically, our ethos is that anyone who has to take, who understands digital, our clients need to understand what we do and value what we do. So we're in one of those industries where it's kind of a mixed range. So you, you've got people who do volume-based kind of digital work, so they do low-end, cheap work, who okay. turn things over very quickly. And we've got the kind of other end where you want to service clients properly, give them proper advice, and help them actually profit from, from what you're doing. Makes so, sense. So, I suppose most service-based industries. Um, when did you start? Well, so we started about 11 years ago now. Okay. So in our industry, that's, you know, pretty It's a long good. time. It's a long time. Property, not so much, but in our industry, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a while back. And why did you start? How, how did it come about? It's a good question. Um, so we started by accident. Okay. So um, how it worked was, um, how, what actually happened was, I was uh, actually running a call centre at the time for someone, and, uh, and basically we wanted to do something, and uh, I thought, believe it or not, international recruitment would be, uh, would be quite good at the time. I thought things were moving, and I thought people would want to move abroad and, 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 and do things. And I had a friend of mine called Raj Bauer, who's sort of founder with me, and I said to him, let's do international recruitment. Let's move people, hire people from here to India. We knew India, we worked with them and, and do di did different things. So we built this kind of a recruitment business up. We built an office in India okay. and we started to do quite well. We had some good names, you know, some of the big financial names, Capgemini's and uh, JP Morgan okay, and, yeah. and, and all these kind of things. And then a little thing happened called the financial crash. <laughs> Only little. Just a little <laughs> thing, just a little thing. And, and 2008, and I think it was, and um, that knocked us. And so what we worked out is that we got a good little IT business that was actually going, because we were doing a lot of online stuff and, and it was pretty good. And we decided we're going to sell the recruitment business to a lady, very cheap, nothing, there's no high mergers there. Um, and we're going to carry on doing the IT business. And uh, from there it just took off. I knew very little about IT, yeah. I knew a lot about business, and he was much more technical than me. Yeah. So he did all the kind of technical information. And from there we built up the business from there, and started literally from nothing. And so what does... JBI, what, what does it cover? So now it covers a lot different to what we started with. When we started so with it's, it's web got design. Bigger. So okay. what we do is web design originally, and we, and we started from there and grew it from there. What we now cover is 
we have a much stronger client base now, so we're covering much more strategic things, understanding companies' businesses, what they're looking to do online, how we can benefit, how we can think we can advise them, how they can achieve it, digital transformation, a bit of a kind of posh word, but basically it means you know turning some of these processes online. So things that we used to do manually, manually and things like that is how we can make this digitalized and save them money. So it's, it's, it's basically understanding clients' business and, and trying to help streamline their process and improve their performance, as well as yeah. branding and other kind of designing aspects, creative aspects as well. The digital industry itself is very competitive. Extremely. What, what separates you from, from the rest? Yeah, it's a tough question, because basically in any service-based company, everyone's going to give you a, a kind of nice answer. They're going to give you something a little bit quirky, a nice play on words. You must be doing something that separates you from being in business 11 years. It's a, quite an achievement. Yeah, I think so. And I think the one thing that we do differently, and I think it's not what we do differently, it's just who we are, is that my background wasn't technical. It's not marketing to a certain degree, but it wasn't a technical background. So mm. I've come into an industry from a business perspective. Um, I've been in property. I started investment banking. Okay. And I, was, I started uh, uh, JP Morgan back in the day. I mean, back, back in the day. Um, so it's slightly different. So when we speak to businesses, we actually try and understand what they're trying to do, what they're trying to understand. And it's not just technical answers that we're giving. We're giving whole rounded answers. And the people we employ, we try to get that ethos into them. So, so they can relate to what you're talking about. Because sometimes you speak, like myself, I yeah. speak to a digital marketing agency or a digital agency or anybody in digital and social media, you know, and as an entrepreneur, you have to have good people around you to do things that you're not as strong at. And 100%. that's not, I wouldn't say that's my strong, my strong point. Um, and sometimes I speak to the marketing team and they baffle me with, with these yeah. words they come out with. So I suppose what you're saying is to keep it simple to your clients. To keep it simple and effective. I mean, if, if, if you've got to, they've got to make sense what you say. If Correct. you don't make sense, it's not going to work. But the people around us are pretty much trying to get our culture across to them is that they do understand and they try to listen and understand business before we make any kind of analysis and, and, and recommendations. Yeah. It's not a technology first answer, it's a business first answer that we use the technology and the to back it creative up. to back it up. And I think, so it's not really, I haven't got a slogan for you or anything else, it is literally what we do, mm. it's, it's how we do it I think. And I think you, you wrote an article about needing more digital agencies. Hmm. Explain what, why you think that you need more and why. We need more digital out. people, I think, more agencies. Okay. Definitely don't need any other agencies. <laughs> we're right with this one. Um, we, we, it's a young person's kind of industry. I mean, okay. now, and now more and more young people want to get into it because traditionally, when I was at uni, everybody wanted to do finance. Everyone wanted to be yeah. a banker. That's how yeah. I started off. No idea. Just, just, wanted, to, just, just wanted to wear a suit and. Um, and just get the higher wages. I think <laughs> that's how we all started off. And then now the world's changing a bit. So in those days, marketing was considered without being horrible, It was considered as a kind of secondary degree, second second okay. type of degree, a little bit not as not as high profile as doing like economics, which I did, and, and, and things like that. The world's changed. I mean, marketing now, creative. These are the people in demand. And yeah. if you're creative and skilled and everything else, you, you're going to get jobs. And the big jobs now. Only things like Facebook, Google, all our industries. We can take your dogs to work. Take your dogs to work, <laughs> you can take anything to work. Yeah. Don't you take anything to work. Everything's provided there. Yeah. They've got everything. Yeah, everything that you need. Yeah. 
Yeah, so look, look, just talk us through um, your early stages. We've heard a bit about your business and what you're doing, very successful and it's a great story. I like to dive into, you know, did you just fall into the entrepreneurial world or you, you've told us that you went out and you, you wanted to be, you, you went to uni and then you wanted to work in finance. What was it like at school? Was you somebody that had an entrepreneurial path at school or? Yeah, I, always entrepreneurial. Yeah. So always looking for an angle, always looking for something interesting. Yeah. Never always finding the right, <laughs> right thing, if I'm honest with you, always, but always looking. But always trying. Always trying. And I think to be a, an entrepreneur, do need something a little bit different. I think the, the office job, although that's what I do now, I actually do an office job. Well, I do, I'm work. in the office, but back, at, back in the day, I still wouldn't say I'm an office-based person. Do you person. sit in the office at all? I mean, do you, do you, are you out and about? I'm out and about most of the time, yeah. Which is why, so yeah. that's basically it. So you've got to go out, you've got to go and talk to people, you've got to be good communicator, you've got to listen, and you've got to use what knowledge you get and yeah. do your own thing. It's different. It is. And and to, to get into business, because there's a lot of people that, you know, maybe having a good idea or think that they can solve a problem. What what kind of advice could you would you give somebody in that situation? So we get that all the time. So we get startups who come to us and they've got uh, an idea. Some of them good, some of them not so good. Yeah. But I think you've got to test your idea out first. So basically, you, everyone's got friends. Yeah. So friends you trust, family, test your idea. Like, see if they make sense. They'll give you feedback straight away. Not all of it is in you take on board, but just get a reaction. See mm -hmm. and, and see what they have to say. See if it makes sense to you. If any of you think it's wrong, forget it. Just carry on. But listen to what they've got to say. I think that's the first thing. Testing the water. Testing the water. Then I think one of the best things, once you've actually got a solid idea, is to try and get finance. Because these because people who will give you money, money and then you know that you've, you've got, got half something a chance. That's, a, that's, yeah. that's pretty solid. And if someone's going to give you their money, they're going to want to know that yeah. it's, it's half a decent idea. It's quite tough to raise finance for a new business. I don't think it is. No? Okay. I think it's, from what I've learned, is if the idea is half decent and it's got potential, I think there's a lot of investors there. There's the so, crowdfunding and there's all the new stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's the crowdfunding which is taken off for a big. If you was looking, have you, have you raised finance before for. We've helped companies. We've helped companies, okay. So if there's people out there just looking to raise finance, where, where could you point them? Well, I think crowdfunding is the new thing. I mean, we've had. A startup, we won't get into too much, but he was in high-end pet food, okay. and and he had a little niche on it uh, that, that's a little bit environmentally friendly, and and, and I don't want to go into his whole business plan. Yeah, yeah. He had a, a nice angle on it, and it was pretty impressive. And it works. And he's done crowdfunding, and he's raised oh, I can't remember how much he raised, but I think it's a few hundred grand to start him off seed capital, and I think that at least gives him the opportunity to to get his branding, get his, get his market out there, and start generating some income. So mm. I think it's good, and I think. You know, he, he hasn't had income for six months, but I think he's. But you think he's, he's going that way? I think way. he's going to go, and I think he'll do well. Yeah, and he's just one example. Interesting, interesting. Just, just picking up there, you, you talked about branding and social media. It's um, it's taken off social media in a really, in a really, really big way. You know, what what's your take on it? I'm mixed, because there the, the comes a line where social media is, is just horrific. Yeah. It is absolutely horrific. I mean, if you've got an opinion now, everyone is just, <laughs> it's difficult to control it. Yeah. And also it doesn't reflect the real world. I think you saw that with the election. Correct. I mean, does anyone know who supports Conservative? Do you meet anyone who says, I was a, I voted Conservative? And yet, one in two almost voted Conservative. 
which is just unbelievable. So it doesn't reflect the real world, but it then also helps you get a message across. Yeah. I mean, there's some great- Has it helped you in your business? Has it helped businesses that have come to you to help them? I don't think so. I think some of the best campaigns are the ones, do you see the Yorkshire Tea thing the other day? The, the, that was a big- I heard thing. about it, but I didn't so see it. Basically, Yorkshire Tea, um, they had a picture, the, the, the Charles the Exchequer had a picture with Yorkshire Tea in the background. Yeah. And a couple of people started having a go at him online on Twitter, uh, having a go at Yorkshire Tea and and saying, you're getting the Conservatives to, to promote your products and everything else. And this went on and on. And then literally the, the Yorkshire Tea person said, who was running their Twitter account, yeah, yeah. said, this is nothing to do with us. You know, please be kind. Please stop abusing us. Yeah, this yeah. is nothing to do with us. Whoever promotes our tea promotes tea. Didn't stop. Ladies carried on. The, 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 the people sort of carried on abusing them, uh, sending abusive messages to Yorkshire Tea. And in the end, it went viral because she, she lit, the person who ran their Twitter account literally said, uh, Sue, you're shouting at tea. Literally, just that. Be kind. Stop. We're going to mute you now. And it's thousands upon thousands of people liked it and retweeted them and the publicity they've got is mad just for doing absolute nothing but handling it well. Yeah, so. I think I think that's what it's about is how you handle things in not just on social media but in any aspect of life. Um, what what could what piece of information could you give out there to somebody that's looking to get into your sector? Well, there's lots out there at the moment because. In our sector, it is a young entrepreneurial kind of sector. So there's yeah. two things. One is you want to be a creative or you want to be uh, an engineer, d a developer. And of course, there's lots of courses and everything else. But if you've got an idea and you want a, a digital idea, something yeah. that you think can make money, that's the hardest thing. And I think that is something that, again, start to build a good team around you, start to take a risk, have a go. There's very little to lose when you're young. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I just just jump in there, building a team. I mean, it's tough, isn't it? As as a as a business leader, um, the same as myself is. I think it's my number one toughest challenge, is is building the correct team and having the right the right people. You always think you've got it right, but it's never quite right. Would and you agree? Them. Yeah, hundred percent. And keeping them. Yeah. I mean, we have competition from every single company now has some element of digital. Yeah. So even your industry, property, back, I mean, my family do a lot of property, so that's kind of where I sort of started originally as well after the banking, and, and it's, in those days, no one touched digital, I mean, to a certain yeah, degree, no one knew, all, yeah. yeah, now everyone's concerned about their branding, what does their website look like, how they're portraying themselves, yeah. you know, how people, how are they gonna get property sourced for them, new, new, new deals sourced for them, how are they gonna get, you know, platform you're telling me about developers and, yeah. and landlords, how, all these different ideas, all digital, whereas before, all these people, and they all need people. Yeah, they all need people, but it is just, have, have you have you got a certain recruitment policy that you stick to, or is it just come in, have a chat, see see what they're like, and then bring them back for second, third interviews, and go from there? Yeah, I think we're, um, from what we, we're pretty conventional, we have a three-stage process, but there's other things you can do now. You can check social media, yeah. how people are doing <laughs> and stuff like that. You Compared know. to what they say on that bit of Exactly, and, and what they look like. You see them out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. <laughs> yeah. Actually, to be fair, the young people have to be careful now yeah. because you know, I think people are looking at their social media yeah. and, and stuff like that and what they portray themselves. Which is worrying. Which is worrying. I mean, it's, 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 it's not great. I mean, everyone can see everything now. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I think then what we try to do is we, is we invite them in for a, a, a 
kind of face-to-face. -face. We try to get them to do a, some kind of presentation so they can tell us if it's a project manager, they can tell yeah. us a project they've done well or badly. If it's a creative, they can show us a piece of, we can, they can do a piece of work for us and show us. Or, or they can tell us about an event they went to. If, they, if they're a digital developer, they can tell us about a piece of code that they, so people can talk about yeah, what they've done. What they've and, done. If, and if people do stuff, then you know that they're passionate about it rather than just saying I'm passionate about something. Yeah. And if they're passionate about something, these are the kind of people we need in our, in our business. What, what's, what is your toughest challenge in your business? Keeping people. Keeping people. Because we, I think we're a good environment for people to learn their skills and develop their personalities, develop their, whatever skill they like to develop their skills. And to such a degree that everybody then can poach our people. I mean, it's very easy to poach people because you've got companies that we can't compete with, LinkedIn, Google. Do you find yourself losing some good people to the likes of, of the big boys? Yeah, I think yeah. definitely. And, and the big boys... How does that feel? Does it feel, I suppose it's, it's a twofold. It feels good that you've helped that person get there, but then on the other side, it's a bit of a, oh, I've lost that good person. Yeah, definitely more the latter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely more the latter. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're right, 100% right, and, and, and you've invested in people, and, yeah. and it's very hard. And also, the people who, who leave us sometimes, you know, they don't even, they're not looking to leave. So it's not like, you know, you're having a... Like you've done something wrong, it's yeah. just they've just been given that opportunity of a lifetime kind of thing. Yeah, the money being thrown around by some of the big boys is big. I mean, they yeah. are getting offered opportunities that, that, that you know, it's very hard to compete with. But it means we are, like you said, the first thing, we're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. If you could do something different than when you first started, like if you if you knew what you knew now, but you were starting again, is there anything that you would change, or you'd have done slightly different? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, we took our time to get going because I wasn't in the industry. So if you're going into one piece of advice, I would say if you're going into an industry, know it. Yeah. I didn't. I we had a recruitment business that struggled because because of the climate and everything else but we had mouths to feed we had a few people not so many people we've got now but we had a few people we employed yeah. and we had families ourselves so we needed to we didn't have the luxury of exploring and everything else we had a digital team what can we do they provide good to their good digital team let's sell it to other people and it's literally that now if i had my way you want to research, is this a good industry? Yeah. Who the competition are, where's your niche, where's your culture, how, where's your USP, where are you fitting into this industry? Um, we didn't have that, mm. that luxury. We had to get some income and, 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 get and, on with it. and get on with it. But if I had my time, that's how you would that's change, how you'd change it. You'd research and, and, and understand your industry. Yeah, very, very good. Um, going back to, I'm a big believer in mentors and you know, people that are doing the job well in the sector that you're in, asking questions and trying to get around people in the right network. Um, have you ever worked with a mentor? Has a mentor ever helped you? I haven't had a mentor, but you're always learning. So what's great about our industry is it's just people. So every time, every day I meet clients, there's a different business, you know, We've got businesses, big corporates, Hitachi, ITB, the, the kind of big ones, but we've also got smaller businesses that are owners. So yeah. they're entrepreneurs as well. And you're learning from them. They have the same problems you do. Yeah. So if it's property, if it's, I don't know, manufacturing, if you've got a small business, you're all in the uh, kind of similar boat. And I yeah. think the small to me is our business. And I think um, 
we're all learning. And all learning and, and all picking learning. stuff up. Yeah, for each other. And I think it's, it's no particular, I've never had a mentor as such. Um, again, because I went into the industry by, by accident, but if I, I mean, mentors would be great, especially in early age, but I think now it's, it's learn from people. Yeah. All of us. Great. I think learning, you know, some people I think come unstuck that they sometimes don't like to learn. They feel like you get to an age where you should stop learning. I, I think that you always need to like be like a sponge and soak up everything and use the bits that you need to your advantage. 100%. And the younger now, so you used to be look up to your elders, now the younger are coming up with new ideas. That ideas that you just don't even understand. Don't even think about. <laughs> my kids are, are like, on, I'm in the industry, and yeah. my kids are playing with apps and things like that now that, that they're coming up with yeah. stuff, and it's unbelievable, you know? Yeah. And you've got to learn, I've got to ask questions. Why are you playing with that? What are you doing? Yeah. And they can help me. Literally, they can help me as much as, as anyone. Anybody probably. else, yeah, which is, which is good. Um, is there anything that we've missed about your journey that you'd like to talk about? Um, what are we about a journey? Um, no, I think the journey is, is, is any journey is up and down. So you, 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 you're, you, you've got your highs and you've got your lows and, and, and you've got to stick at it and, and you, you can't be emotional. I think it, it's hard to be emotional. Yeah, you have great, great piece of advice. I mean, you know, we, we talk about the, the journey of starting here and, and ending here, but it's not, it's not as simple as that, is it? No, it's definitely not. And um, it does go up and down. And how, how do you deal with them low points? And how do you not get emotional? That's hard, and I'm not good at it. So I don't, I'm not careful not to give advice. If you have a couple of a bad quarter, it, it, it's hard not to get emotional. What are you doing wrong? What am I changing? You can be reactionary. You can, you know, you want to get in, fix things, do things. Yeah. I've got to do something different. Something's not working. But it's sometimes it's external. There's market factors. There, there's, you know, last quarter. Last quarter, I think we obviously had the election and Brexit and all these other things that were just holding the whole economy. I felt yeah. like at one point, it's hard. I mean, you you get emotional and, and and reactionary and and you want to get in, but you've got to stay calm. You know what you're doing. Your business is strong. You know you, you've had years and years of success. You you've got to keep that level head. And Brexit affect your business as well. Hundred percent. Yeah. Because more the uncertainty, the uncertainty than, than, than the actual Brexit itself. I think. Yeah, that's just people not knowing what's going on. The first thing that people do when they're uncertain is stop investing, and the companies, big hands. companies, are sitting their hands. And, and we do a lot of public sector, a lot of government work, and, and, and so nobody's investing. Nobody knows what's going on, and everyone's investing, so they're holding back on marketing, digital spend. Has and a knock-on effect. Has a knock-on effect on the whole economy, and it wasn't just us. You speak to clients who, who, who are nervous, and, and now. You felt in January, you could feel the tension after Christmas. You, you feel that January was a great month for us because you feel that people now are just a little bit more confident. Yeah. I know we've got it all coming, but, but people... Yeah, we, we have got it coming, but I think we know what we've got coming now. We yeah. know we've got to get on with it. Um, whether it's the right decision, the wrong decision, you know, we, we stand and you can deal with what's in front of you. When you don't know what's in front of you, it's hard to deal with. And I think that's what... People ask me as well, has it affected your business? It's, it's not what the outcome is, it's the uncertainty which killed us more than anything else. It's, I just think nobody wanted to do anything. Yeah. It just went on for far too long, in my opinion. Property was tough, wasn't it? Not, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. yeah. Not, not so much, yeah. Tough in terms of people, the, the same, not invested, just yeah. wanting to, I mean. let's, yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's see what we're going to do. Yeah. If they knew we was getting out like they know now, they know that they've just got to deal with that. But knowing well, where's it going, what's happening, it's like, 
and we just sit and watch. And people talk this into a negative economy. So people talk, it's doom and gloom, it's doom and gloom, yeah. what's gonna happen, are we leaving, we stay? So everyone's ner- everyone's doom and gloom. Yeah. Everywhere you look, there was doom and gloom. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I think in January, whoever you voted, it doesn't matter, but there was a, an uplifting of the economy. I mean, it's, well, it, you know, it was, it, uh, we found it, it was, it was, it was great. You know, mm-hmm. things, people, things started moving Things started moving, people want to talk, people just came a bit more uplifted. There was like a weight over, you know, the cloud lifted above yeah. everyone's shoulders. Whether people believed it was the right decision or the yeah. wrong decision, they knew there was a line under it, 100%. and we could just get on with it. That's it, and, and, and certainty, like you said, is, is critical. It just yeah. makes us all... So what's next for, for David, and what's next for the business? So business now um, has reached reach a level. We need to understand, we want to grow, we want to increase our marketing services. We've got, you know, we've got plans there to, to, to sort of increase our how we do marketing, add new services, and, and, and start to really expand in that direction. Um, we, want, we want to be strong, we want to be a yeah. big player. And so we want to catch up, there's some big agencies with, with you know, hundreds of employees and everything else, and we want to catch. We, you know, we, we, we're always ambitious, we're always, Great. we're always looking. And if there's any of our listeners that need any help, how can they get in touch with yourself? What's, what's the best way to approach you? you can always get in touch personally. Um, you can go to our website, jbidigital.co.uk. You can do david at jbidigital.co.uk. It's my personal email. I'm always happy to help, speak okay. to people, give advice. We do that anyway. Okay. Um, pop in, have a coffee. We're based in Maribyrn. We're not in the Canary Wharf. We've got <laughs> a kind of a look out there. It's, it's, <laughs> a bit me, high. But it's too high for me. But we're, we're not in the Canary Wharf like you. We're in the city in the, in the West End. Yep. So we have a nice office near Oxford Circus. So we'll pop in and Pop have in a and chat. see you. David will be happy to um, take any questions and if he can help your business, he, he certainly will. Um, well, look, thanks for coming on. Nice Friday Appreciate afternoon. It was um, good good to catch up with yourself. Is there any, you've, we've gone through everything. I don't think I've missed anything. I've done a lot of questions answered and got an insight of what your business does and what you do really intrigued. So thanks for coming down. Appreciate it. Thank you thanks very much. Cheers. Nice